Our World Without Wires is a wireless power podcast created to spark conversation, share stories, and educate the public on the future of wireless charging. Each podcast episode explores one key question in or adjacent to the wireless power space. Guests include wireless power industry experts, engineers, product designers, and technology leaders engaging in casual chats on compelling subjects. Our World Without Wires takes a lighthearted tone that is accessible to everyone, even while addressing highly technical topics. Join us and learn how you can live in an unwired world. Today on Our World Without Wires, we are joined by Professor Naoki Shinohara from Kyoto University. A prolific researcher, author, and wireless power industry expert with a PhD in electrical engineering, Dr. Shinohara is going to discuss RF wireless power transfer technology, the current regulatory landscape, and the importance of standards in advancing the wireless power industry. Welcome to another great episode of Our World Without Wires. So welcome to Our World Without Wires, uh, Professor Shinohara. Great to have you here and great to have an expert and who's been beaming wireless power for a long, long time. So welcome. And maybe we can start, if you can walk our audience through what does beaming wireless power mean, right? What is this technology? What are we talking about here? Yeah, so thank you so much. Uh, I'm Shinohara, uh, Japanese, uh, and I belong to Kyoto University. Uh, so thank you, Sanjay. My research is wireless power transfer, especially the beaming type wireless power transfer, uh, as Sanjay introduced. So from my student time, uh, maybe 30 years ago, I uh, I have a lot of research of the wireless power transfer. Uh, sometimes I develop the rectifier, sometimes I develop the transmitter, sometimes um, I, I develop the new noble beam forming technology. So uh, in my experience, now, just now, I uh, mainly uh, worked for the uh, business of the wireless power transfer. Uh, it means so for a business of the wireless power transfer, uh, we have to consider the harmonization uh, with the other uh, conventional wireless communication systems. And uh, additionally, of course, safety uh, for the human or the other thing, uh, other beings. So, uh, but uh, fortunately, uh, now uh, in Japan and in the world, there are a lot of people uh, who are interested in uh, wireless power transfer and who want to advance the business of the wireless power transfer. Uh, there are a lot of deep discussion and uh, tough negotiations uh, for the business of the wireless power transfer. So, first of all, I'd like to say there is no concern uh, about human safety problem and harmonization with the conventional wireless communication systems. So, especially in Japan, we have already published the new radio regulation in consideration of the harmonization with the conventional system and safety of the human, uh, humans. So, I say again, WPT is a very safe system uh, without any interference to the other wireless communication systems. Awesome. Awesome. So I think we covered a lot of different things, and I'm thinking maybe we go through some of those individual things for our audience so that, so right, you know, everybody loves the idea of beaming wireless power, right? And I think that's, when we talk of wireless power, we don't, at least most consumers don't think of, putting 
a device to be charged on a point, right? They would much rather have wireless power like be like Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, like they're all used to wireless yeah. communication and send power from far. It's great to have uh, somebody like you who has been researching this uh, for so many decades now. And so the biggest question that comes up, and I think it's great you brought it up, is the safety. And I think that's really what I wanted to talk about with you. When we talk of wireless anything and wireless energy, the question of safety always comes up, right? Uh, so, uh, and I think you were quite, you were stating quite categorically that the wireless power transfer is actually a very safe technology. And I think, this is a topic that I'm sure our audience is very interested in, is if you can talk about what is potentially the fear, right? What are the concerns that exist and what has the industry done to make sure that the wireless power technology deployments, especially the RF or using microwave frequencies or like we call beaming, uh, how do we make sure that it is actually safe and we can use this in our daily lives? Yeah, so thank you so much. First of all, I have to say, so we can classify the wireless power transfer into two types, wide beam type and uh, narrow beam type. So now Japanese current regulation uh, I mentioned uh, is mainly for the wide beam WPT. So it means like a uh, 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 wide beam WPT uh, is like a Wi-Fi or the a Bluetooth. Theoretically, basically, uh, wireless power transfer is not a special technology, and wireless power transfer is like a Wi-Fi te- uh, or wireless communication technology. It's the same. It means uh, power density at a human body is very weak like Wi-Fi. So uh, I suppose you don't concern about the safety of the Wi-Fi or the Bluetooth or the other. So uh, yeah, in this meaning, uh, wide beam WPT uh, is a, a very safety system, but user requires more power because wireless power, wireless power transfer is a wireless power transfer itself. So in this case, in future, uh, we would like to apply the narrow beam uh, wireless power transfer. It means uh, we would like to focus the wireless beam, a uh, wireless power into one users. In this case, when user requires uh, more power, uh, sometimes we have to increase the power, wireless power. But in this case, we have a, a, a beam forming technologies. It means uh, we can make uh, our favorite beam form. So, so we can focus the my, uh, wireless power into one user and uh, simultaneously uh, we can avoid the human body by the beam forming technology. And uh, there are a lot of interesting uh, research papers in the world and uh, some startup companies are developing uh, this uh, narrow beam WPT uh, with uh, beam forming uh, technologies. So uh, now current products of the WPT is a very safety system because our power, our power itself is a very weak. Uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, in future, uh, you, uh, when user requires more power, uh, we have to concentrate the microwave power 
but、uh, we have a beam forming technology, and、uh, additionally,、uh, we have to add the human detecting sensor, of,、uh, especially in Japan. So,、uh, this combination of the human detecting sensor and the beam forming technology, we can、uh, develop the very safe、uh, WPT system,、uh, even if a、uh, user requires high power. So,、uh, yeah. Yeah, so no, I think that's very,、uh, very interesting, right? So, with the wideband technology, which is kind of more mature, because the amount of power you can deliver is probably restricted, right? So, how much power like, can a receiver get safely with the wideband technology、yeah. today? Yeah thank, you. yeah, thank you so much. So,、uh, of course, now、uh, in the world,、uh, there is a safety l e v e l of the radio wave for all uh, wireless uh, systems. And、uh, in the microwave frequency range,、uh, it is、uh, 10 watt per square centimeter.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it, de- uh, it is decided by the power density. At the human bodies. So, not only for wireless power transfer, but also all wireless uh, systems, uh, we have to keep uh, this uh, safety level 10 watt per square meters so for、uh, common people. So, in this case, we, ha- we, must, we must keep、uh, this、mm-hmm. safety level. It means、uh, this is a limitation of the、uh, receiving power. So,、uh, we, Japanese, for example, decided a、uh, new regulation、uh, is restricted、uh, to the、uh, transmitting power is uh, uh, up to one watt. At a 920 megahertz and 15 watt at a 2.45, etc. And from this transmitter, at about 10 meters away in the room,、uh, we、uh, or IoT sensor or the other receiver、uh, can receive a few milliwatts uh, only uh, under the Japanese regulation. So, this power level is a very、uh, weak compared to the safety level. And additionally,、uh, in Japan, of course, we are very、uh, concerned about the safety additionally. So,、uh, adi- uh, we add the human detecting sensor. Even for the commercial wide beam WPT, we have to stop the beam. Even、uh, if something or the human、uh, go into the wireless beam、uh, area. So I suppose、uh, some users、uh, consider a few milliwatt power is not、uh, enough、uh, for the various applications. But、uh, recently, fortunately,、uh, we have a very good sensor、uh, only with a few, for example, a few hundred microwatt power only. Or、uh, we can.、Uh, Uh, we can do some,、uh, a lot uh, with a、uh, uh, milliwatt power only. So, historically, of Yeah. So I think there are two things that you said that I want to make sure、uh, I heard it right. So for wireless power, safety 
the regulation is the same as for wireless communication system at that same frequency, right? So there are no new rules. Safe is safe whether you use wireless for power transfer or for communication purposes. Yeah, exactly. Of course, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> yeah, no, understood. So with the current uh, technology, and like you were saying, the, the Japanese, the government has now, the regulations are now like, you can send one watt per meter square, no, 10, uh, one watt per centimeter square. Oh. Uh, we have our own oh, history about R&D of the wireless power transfer, but uh, there was no business of the beam uh, wireless power right. transfer. It is because user require uh, much power uh, in 60s or 70s, okay. but uh, recently okay, uh, we have a very low power sensor now, and our user requirement uh, becomes lower. So yeah, recently, and that's enough uh, for a lot WPP of applications, like you said, uh, a lot study. of IoT devices, all the sensors that we have, or electronic shelf labels that that exist now. Uh, that's right. A few milliwatts is very good yeah. for them. So and for example, you don't need batteries in them anymore. Yeah. So for example, in Japan, uh, our aim is to develop the so vital sensor without any battery and uh, uh, factory. Yeah, there is no difference. And uh, human is other. human. So, right. so but, uh, yeah. these sensors uh, can be right, uh, driven uh, uh, only with uh, a few uh, milliwatts, uh, a few milliwatts, uh, a few thousand microwatts only. So for future, this. IoT technologies, uh, uh, technologies, and uh, uh, sometimes, they, of course, if uh, we only add the wireless power transfer, now we have a, a good battery technology or the solar cell technology or the, uh, uh, and the other, so there are a lot of competitors. But uh, if we add the wireless power transfer, IoT technology, IoT sensing technology is um, very advanced and in future, uh, IoT sensor technology, uh, with help of the uh, wireless power transfer, changes the world. Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree with you. Right, if you can start making these small sensors with no batteries, yeah, you're keeping all these toxic things in the batteries mm -hmm. away from landfills, but also now these, you don't have to send a person to go change the battery in a Bluetooth beacon or any of our IoT sensors, and they can go and go and go for like decades. Yeah. We know the electronics will last. Only. So the, very the, interesting, very interesting. Way, uh, we can receive a few milliwatt or uh, maybe a, a few uh -huh. hundred yeah. microwatts. And additionally, we uh, Japanese estimate the yeah. CO2 reduction I think uh, so. by help of the wireless power transfer. So, of course, uh, as I told you, if we choose only the wireless power transfer, 
Yeah, efficiency uh, is poor uh, compared to the wired uh, uh, wired power. Of course, uh, we transmit the one watt, one watt, and uh, we receive only the milliwatt. So efficiency is very poor, but the combination of the IoT sensor and the wireless power transfer uh, can reduce the CO2 as a total. So we, uh, we Japanese conclude uh, WPT uh, helps the earth <laughs> to reduce the CO2. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've been making that argument for a long time, right? Yeah. Uh, is we need to make fewer charges. We need to make fewer batteries at the end. Yeah. Right. So if you don't need a battery in all of our IoT yeah. sensors and you this is the other interesting thing I read, right? We're talking about tens of billions of IoT sensors being sold every year now, Yeah. right? Which is, depending on whose estimate you look at, five or 10 times more the number of cell phones, right? So if you can have these sensors with no batteries now, yeah. you're, you're, making, you're helping the earth at the end. You're helping the future generations. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, of course, uh, now uh, we are developing a wide beam WPT, but uh, in future, as I told you, uh, we can develop a narrow beam WPT. And uh, so my uh, finite dream uh -huh. is uh, narrow, uh, narrow beam from the space. I see, uh, I see. Put, yeah, <laughs> we will put the solar cell in space and uh, from the satellite, huge satellite, uh, we will transmit the wireless power to the ground. And uh, if we uh, build uh, this uh, solar power satellite, uh, of course, uh, it's a very stable uh, new uh, power uh, without CO2. And uh, this uh, solar power satellite uh, with WPT uh, can solve the whole problem. On the Earth. <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. What's your, uh, when do we start to see narrow band, uh, you know, kind of beam formed? Yeah. Uh, wireless power and, and how long do you think it will take uh, like the market is getting ready now for the wideband uh, wireless power transfer yeah. right i think we all know that yeah. uh how long do you think it takes to get the the narrowband or a solar array in the space beaming energy to earth uh, i'm very curious uh, it's my expectation, and uh, now uh, we are in 2020s wide beam WPT market uh, will grow, and uh, so in parallel, for example, in Japan, uh, we started a discussion uh, for the next uh, next uh, next stage of the wireless power transfer, including a uh, uh, narrow beam or higher frequency or the other. So in this meaning, in 2030s. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, my expectation is uh, to write the market of the narrow beam, a more powered uh, WPT uh, commercial system. And uh, I hope uh, in the 2040s, uh, all world uh, is covered by the uh, IoT and uh, IOE uh, technologies. IOE is uh, our new word, Internet of Energy. I see, I As you see. Know, uh, uh, Internet of Things is uh, all, uh, all electric, uh, electric equipment is connected to the Internet. And uh, additionally, uh, in uh, I, my hope is in 2040, uh, all uh, electric uh, equipment uh, will be connected uh, by wireless power. 
So in this, uh, in 2040, uh, young people doesn't mind uh, what is electricity like the air. And uh, yeah, and uh, last uh, 2050 uh, in, uh, in space, uh, we, we will uh, find the solar power satellite. Uh, it's my expectation. <laughs> Got it. No, I think that's, uh, I, I think it's amazing to have that vision because without that future vision of where we want to take the world, it will not be, right? So it, it requires people like you to be, to be working on some of the really hard problems to make that, uh, make that real. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, fortunately, so technology of the wireless power transfer uh, for wide beam WPT or narrow beam WPT or the, for solar power satellite, mm -hmm. uh, they are the same. Approximately the same. Uh, we uh, we use a, a microwave transmitter and uh, we use a rectifier and uh, basically technology is the same for microwatt sensor uh, power uh, microwatt power sensor or for very huge power satellite. So uh, I think wireless power transfer technology is a very very interesting technology uh, from the startup company technology to the uh, solving the uh, global warming program yes no of course of course of course so uh, i have a question right so we talked about the wideband technology and you know let's say people are using the 915 to some 900 some megahertz uh, frequency band yeah. also 2.4 gigahertz for the narrow band technology do we have to use like higher frequencies which are easier to do the beam forming yeah, uh, that's right. So theoretically, uh, uh, radio beam can be focused uh -huh. uh, with a higher frequency. I see. So this is a, a common a common theory of the radio waves. So, uh, for example, there are a lot of interesting paper describing about 24 gigahertz frequency beaming uh -huh. or uh, 90 gigahertz uh, beaming uh, demonstration in US. Or in Japan, one young uh, young professor developed a, a 300 gigahertz rectifier wow. for wireless power transfer. So in the research areas, uh, we have already studied uh, development of the millimeter wave or the uh, close to terahertz uh, wireless power transfer now. And uh, we are waiting uh, for the new business. And uh, some startup company uh, studied uh, to develop a 24 gigahertz uh, WPT system in US and in Japan, I know. So uh, in future, maybe uh, for the narrow beam WPT frequency uh, will be increased. But of course, uh, we uh, we have to mind safety and uh, harmonization with uh, of our wireless communication system. But uh, I think we can do it. No, very good, very good. This is very interesting. And... Uh, Thank you for spending your valuable time so early in the morning with our audience today. And I would love to have you back maybe in a few months and we talk a lot more in depth about a lot of the other topics that I'm sure our audience is going to be quite interested in, uh, in hearing about. So thank you. Thank you so much. Great to have you. And, yes, thank you so and, much. Uh, best of luck with achieving your vision. Uh, we are all on board and wish you best of luck in everything you're doing. Thank you. Ah, thank you so much.